Nice. A loud ass clap. Yeah, man. Michael Wanga. Thing <laughs> guy. Long time. Long no ass time, see, dude. my friend. Wow. Uh, last time we saw each other was literally before you moved to Holland. Which was 2007. God damn, that's a long time that, ago. That is a long time ago. Damn. I'm happy to say that I, you haven't changed in any negative way, so it's only good changes I've seen so far. That, that's a win. That's, uh, that's a win. For 13 yeah. years, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. consistent. Only thing I miss for you is the dreadlocks, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I've only recently restarted growing my hair. I've had yeah. a, like almost 10 years of, of, of yeah, no hair. I remember yeah. when I saw the, I think on Facebook, the picture of you with short hair. I'm like, oh, <laughs> end of an era, dude. Yeah, man. There yeah, it goes. Because uh, uh, yeah, it was yeah crazy. Because that that was an iconic Michael thing. Like at school too. Like, hey, do you know the guy? A guy with dreadlocks. We're going to say Michael. Yeah. Say Michael Cabellar. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Dread. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So how's it been since then, dude? Um, it's been it's been great, man. It's been great. It's been a very interesting few years with yeah. with with. How things develop here, how you plan from when you leave the islands, and how things turn out in actuality. It's a pretty good development, but I can't say I expected this this route. Yeah, because uh, you've been here then for what thirteen years now. By now, yeah, thirteen, yeah, thirteen years. Yeah, you yeah. told me that you didn't think you'd be living here that long. No, the plan was to get a diploma and go back. Now I have stayed here and done all sorts of other strange and adventurous things. Which, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to keep doing a bit more of that before planning an, uh, an escape no, or return plan. No immediate plans to go home? No, I, I see myself there more with, a, with alcohol inside of a coconut on a beach somewhere when I don't have all the things I want to run around for. Retirement. I just want to enjoy. A bit of early retirement plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. A perfect place for it, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The enjoyment on the island will never change. It's uh, the other things that you might want to change. Like one of the things that have always been a way for me to like describe you is musical. Like you come from a musical family, you ha- you have a very musical upbringing. You were yeah. the, you were the dude always dancing in school and now you went from doing backflips in the schoolyard at the at in the pause. You were that dude like yeah. do a backflip, do a backflip. Oh it was you and Agent. Yeah. You and Agent were the ones that could do backflips or the ones who dared to try yeah, it do, in front do, of do, people. Do crazy stuff, yeah. And and you went from that to giving dance class here in Holland. Yeah. So yeah. like music and dance and that the cultural arts and stuff is a really big part of you. Yeah. It would seem like it, uh, it, even if I didn't want it to, it, it is a part of my identity. And yep. I think by now I've embraced it. You're, you're the guy that dances. Dude. Uh, that dances and, and sings and usually have a freaking guitar with them and can't play anybody else's guitars because I'm left-handed. Yeah. So, I remember that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a very interesting. I dance. remember playing like, with you dudes playing guitar at school too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to, we used to, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting times because you're kind of insecure as a teenager, but you also want to show off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's a very strange mix. Uh, it turned out well, but when you look back and you see some of the pictures and the moments, you're like, oh my yeah, God, for sure. I did Absolutely. that. I was that dude. <laughs> and for us, it was, at the Dolphins especially, like in, in every school had that, but you had a little subgroups at Adolphus. Yeah. Like the, the funny thing is that when I came to the Dilvis, you guys, you like Percy, yeah, Charles, exactly. All Josie, those, all, all you guys were sitting at the hut, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I came to hang out with you guys, yeah. And from there, like the rest of the hut people, I think followed also, or like, a, be, like yeah, a few people also like, click, yeah. And then we kind of went to the hut, and then you guys were like, okay, all these fucking young. <laughs> we here, and then you, you guys moved to the we moved yeah. yeah you guys went to the bibliotheque we moved to the bibliotheque eventually yeah. and would drop by every now and then and hang and then yeah. realize like yeah these, motherf- some, these yeah. motherfuckers ruined it some of us some of these guys are our friends but some, some of these of kids that they want to hang out with right now is no it's not a good look isn't it funny how that goes yeah yeah because at, i think when we moved uh, to wherever the, to the hut at first someone else was also like what are what are you guys doing here? yeah and then they moved away, and then you guys brought your crew, and we moved away. And I think eventually y'all had to leave, and uh, some upstarters had to be like, yeah. yeah. The thing is, when we left, like our group was still intact. It was there was no second group starting to take it over for us, like in our last year there. Yeah. And I, I remember specifically one time in the when my first got to Dilvis, I went to sat there with you guys in, in Pauza, and you guys were having a, like a 
like a yo mama joke battle or some shit like that it was fucking stupid everyone was like making jokes and but the whole group like 20 yeah. 30 people were like in on it laughing and I, and I was sitting there i was biding my time i was waiting because i had a joke in my head i was like mm, time to break the ice so i kept waiting and waiting at some point i had an opening i don't remember what the joke was but i said my joke and crickets dude no. nobody laughed and 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 it was the perfect moment where no one laughs and then everyone, everyone laughs at the laughs, fact that yeah, no one laughs. Exactly. Oh, and, and beautiful. E- but even then, because it was such a fail, everyone's like, "Ah, it's okay, dude." I, I, and then, I, and then yeah. it, it was a it was a warm welcome that way. Exactly. I guess I I I don't I don't remember you ever being not welcome. And with teenagers, you never know. You could also be, you know. But I don't remember you ever not being welcome. And I think it was just because you. You were yourself. You were yeah, pretty yeah, genuine, sure. and yeah. you took risks like yeah, that. But <laughs> it was also a thing that you're you're either part of the group at school that predominantly speaks English, like whether you had a good reason to or not. A lot of, a lot of people there don't have any reason to be speaking English besides sure. that it's just fun to do, I guess. Yeah. But you do get put in a little stereotype, little mm-hmm. category, mm-hmm. and then I don't know how many times you're gonna ask like, "Di ko na English sino hobby? Falta bus nang that." Everybody was gothic for 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 someone who was not. You yeah. Know? And the thing is for some people, like whether you're a skater or you're a little bit alternative, it's just Gothic, the and, then, the and then you see gothic people here, like legit gothic <laughs> people who like own that fucking style. Oh That's hardcore, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Those those people use the things to bleach their skin that people in like India used to get a little lighter. <laughs> they still use it on 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 light skin to get lighter, so so they can see. No, the sun is not my friend. Mm. <laughs> sun. Yeah. No. So how 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 do we get to like you being the the dancing dude on at school? Always like when there's pause where there's like music playing and shit. There's always those big, big circles of students and shit. That, yeah. To teaching dance here, teaching uh, teaching other white folks to dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, the bringing rhythm. One, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. One pill at a time. Yeah. Well, it uh, it it. I think. Well, first when I came here, I just just wanted to study first. You know, just wanted to do some 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 things with with defense management and that kind of stuff. But I asked a place was I used to teach dance in Curacao. I used to teach break dance in Curacao, and then a friend of mine I asked her um, where can I train in in Holland, and she gave me the name and the address of some place, Solid Ground Movement, and I went there, and it wasn't a training session; it was an audition. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, she fucking played you. Yeah, huh? I got played hardcore, and um, to make matters worse. I uh, got the hoofdrol. I got the primary <laughs> for a role in 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 that whole thing, and I within within three months of being well, three months, two months of being in Holland, I got offered to tour in in Holland with this company with with their shows, and then for the next show, I also got a lead role, and then I think what was the, the show exactly? What, what what was the part? What um, was the role? Um, the very first one was. Quite stereotypical about, but it was it was some cultural uh, hoopla that was going on at that point about like um, people who were um, well. I was a dealer that also was struggling with my sexuality, you know. So there what was the, there what was the hell kind of premise that yeah. Well, that's what uh, that's how that's the mo- the things that get culture funded as easier true then i just want to throw some some head spins yeah, you know yeah. it's going to be like i'm dealing with this target group and this target group yeah. so give me your money and it was it was actually and a pretty fun show throw in a dude on a wheelchair and you got the whole oh my group, god dude that would have been that, a that would have pantheon of uh, cultural awareness <laughs> i probably would have paid to see that yeah, though, yeah for sure just for curiosity yeah so first we started with with that and then um, there was another more abstract show that was, uh, I don't remember exactly what the theme was even for that. And then they, they gave me an offer to make my own show. Um, so by the time, so I, I kept doing those for, for like a year or two. And before I knew it, then uh, I was teaching in three places here in Holland. And then it just never stopped. That's, yeah, it, that's why I said it's it's very coincidental how it went. I, I would have kept training just like i used to do in curacao like show off a little bit show a little move here and there but yeah walk up to the bus stop do a flare and then walk away yeah <laughs> it's like yeah guys no one had no one saw this right all right yeah. let's go to the next one but 
yeah, in Holland it just works differently. They're like, you can do this. How about you do this on a big old stage, and we'll we'll give you some money. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you try that? And yeah, now I, I'm doing more music things. I'm doing more music production since my, my, as you said, my parents are also very musical. I got that in my upbringing and everything. Um, but the dancing will will always be because yeah, no more break dancing though. No? I haven't done a head spin in safe uh, to say three four years. Head spin, head stand, man. Too risky. God. Oh man, I'm feeling the mm. age coming on. I'm like, feeling mm. the weight coming on, man. The the, the adult man weight yeah, is yeah. different than skinny boy weight for sure, for sure. It uh, it it, it you'll remember it in your your head and neck the next day. That, Absolutely, man, you got a little adventurous the day before, you know. Yeah. I think you have to be like a specific type of breed to be able to break dance from such a young age to a much much older age. It, the body takes a toll, man, when you yeah, do that shit. Yeah, I think most uh, because I had a trainer here that also he he's around. Well, he's they think four or five years older than me, but he uh, also took like five years of a break from that. Got all chubby for a while, and then realized, okay, no, my body's recovered up to the point that it's now becoming a, a problem. Yeah, yeah. And then let me work it. It's back. fully recovered. It's fully <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm plump again. Yeah, exactly. You know, my cushion's back. <laughs> Yeah, he got all his shock, shock absorbers back, yeah. and then he got back into training. And now, at forty something years old, he's spinning on everything again. Damn, which is which is very inspiring, you know. Because yeah, yeah. breakdancing was always also such a niche niche group on, on Curacao. Yeah, I mean, for an island with so much rhythm and so much like dance as a fundamental part of our culture and of our heritage and everything, like yeah. like you don't have as many breakdancers as you think there would be. You think a lot more people. I remember going to Brion Plain a few times. Like the one time you were there too, but like you guys were yeah. like deep into like this little breakdance battle. I was like, I'm not gonna get enough of this. Yeah. You, you remember Cesar? Cesar uh, I'm uh, wait who? Cesar Garwe. He went to the Dolphins with us. Well, he would yeah. he would also go to Brion Plain. Yeah, the name rings very familiar. I'm bad with names. I probably recognize the face yeah. immediately. But so one time also went to meet up with him and all these breakdance. But again, you would think the groups that would be at Brion Plain would be like really, really big groups and massive people, but felt me actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, and the Brion Plain thing, it's funny that, that that we used to train at Brion Plain because the the whole thing, yeah, I can't I can't take ownership for that at all. But it did start when me and the group I used to train at that point got kicked out of a, a dancehall at in Punda. Um because yeah yeah, we were kids, you know, they, we left just the place a mess and they would not clean up and I tried to make excuses for them. We got kicked out. Yeah. And then I took these, these, these kids, I was maybe 17 and they were between 12 and 16 and took them to Brion Plain so we can still practice. And then within two, three months, there were big, that was, that's when they made the kiosk there yeah. and everything as well. And then by the time I left for Holland, it was just a regular thing. Yeah, but at that point it was just uh, let's let's survive. Let's just go there and practice anyway, so we don't have to first practice. For as far as I can remember, that kiosk was always the breakdancing kiosk. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen it being used for anything besides either that <laughs> or when there's like the Bandera or some shit, and they put speakers or like yeah, uh, the yeah. setup there. But that's it. It's either that or you're breakdancing. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty. I remember one time someone because there's used to be a subway like really close to it. Someone, someone went to get a subway and then went to eat it there. And these guys showed up like, hey, hey, um, <laughs> we're trying to dance here. And then, oh, my bad. He moved the sandwich somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, we did take ownership of, the, of that place eventually. I think immediately, yeah. I think because when, when we moved there, the, when, after we, we left that, that dance school, it wasn't even as smooth as it is now. I think it was recently built so that the floor was still kind of roughish. Yeah, yeah. So there was no spinning at that point. It was just... Just pop locks only. Just Exactly. Yeah. Just ruin your souls. Yeah. Your shoes, not your hearts. Um, yeah, ruin your, your, your souls. And then uh, eventually they smooth it out. And yeah, they still do it, right? They still break dance there. Right? Yeah, I haven't back to Cooter Zone so, so long. I was there last year. Yeah? Yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. Yeah. I heard it's I heard it's changed a lot. I heard like the the it's progressively changing quicker and quicker the more that's, you start by. That's true, but it's also true that that we change a lot, you know. For sure. So so the I mean I I've noticed it the very first time I went back um how things that I've gotten used to here just because it works better for the type of person I am seem to baffle me when I went back. Like 
um, service. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and and not everybody because you have you have uh, two very separate you can say group or entities on the islands. The the very friendly people who will help you regardless of who you are or yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah. are. Those 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 people there will stick to your core. And you have those that will always wondering what the hell you're taking their time for. Yeah, exactly. You know? that, that, that's one of my biggest gripes also with the islands. Like the service, like you have the ones, like you said, once you walk in, hey, do she come by? Keep on Hey, like I got you, boo boo, all yep. day, family, yep. hashtag corona. <laughs> and then you have the other people who you come up to like a snack bar and like all you want is a belt of hoot or some shit. Like yeah. you're, you're not trying to ruin anyone's day. And they come to you, and you, it's like you fucking kick their mother in the crotch or something. Yeah, They're yeah. so pissed at you for yeah. no reason. Yeah, it's because you mentioned Subway that I remember that because I, I I've always been a big old Subway fan. And Love yeah, sandwiches. oh yeah. And in Curacao, I used to get those 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 teriyaki chickens, double mm-hmm. meat with double oh, yeah. cheese. Yeah, I oh, used yeah. to freaking destroy that shit. And then in Holland, I was quite disappointed that they they are very reserved with their meats. That's you know, it, it, uh, the, it's like the spoon is smaller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, come, how come your ounce is less than my ounce? Yeah, right? exactly. Am I, you know, is, is this transportation weight? What's going on? <laughs> but uh, then I went back to the island like a year and a half after I've lived here. And I went to the subway because I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting one, one of these. And I walk in and I'm expecting to be greeted with, hello, what's up? No. Gum chewing and I from up down mm-hmm. like you gonna order or what? And I'm like, oh yeah. Well, we're back home now. That's the part that I don't miss. But everything else was fantastic though. So you know, you you yeah. It really, Just, it, it really depends where you are. Doing. You notice now yeah. that last time I was there, if there's a restaurant or a bar or something where the staff is younger, it's completely different. It's it's the way we would do things. It's yeah. just like, hey, what's up, dude? I got you. Ain't no problem. Everything. You go somewhere where it's like like an old family owned or something and you come in like uh oh they're already tired of your shit yeah it's like you gotta solve a Rubik's Cube before you're allowed to order a drink <laughs> yeah yeah that's a great way of describing it yeah yeah. so yeah. but next to breakdancing again you grew up in a very musical family yeah. and you mentioned this in the car in a car ride over like your mom started Angelitos sad yeah and uh, I wonder how many listeners right now know what Angelitos is or I've actually been a part of it but for the people who don't know for all the all the Dutch homies listening, explain to us what Angelitos um, is. Uh, Angelitos, in essence, um, is was and probably will always be a children's choir. Um, and over the years, it has taken many forms as as like a concert thing. Like they do instruments, they do drum uh, acting, and all of that. But what the, what it is known for mainly, what what we grew up on, is that it's a, it's a children's choir that that tries to bring positivity and inspiring things and. Uh, my mom made build that thing like a few years before I was born. So sometimes Damn. I have fun that yeah that it is my uh, older sister, <laughs> you know, because it is it is an entity yeah, in, yeah, on the sure. island and and in our lives um, it's it's always been there. Um, it uh, I think they have produced I'd say at least twenty CDs. Damn, at least yeah, at least twenty CDs uh, over the past. I mean, I'm thirty three. That that thing is at least. 35 to 40 years old i even forgot i think uh it's quite quite yeah she's been at it for a while god damn yeah yeah pretty good um a lot i mean i've as a breakdance teacher i've taught over a thousand people by now i think my mom has taught in yeah the island is smaller but she has tens of thousands of people have absolutely have, have passed through our our music I think, I think everyone grew up knowing someone who was in angelitos like I, I for sure like from yeah. from going from Marnix Basses to Mavo to the Dilvas, there was always someone who, like, if you go home with like go to the house or something, or end up seeing like Angelitos T-shirt or some shit. Like one way or another, everyone has some kind of link with it. Thirty something years of of consistency will have that, and yeah. and yeah, on an island like that, it's very hard to come by because um, consistency is also seen as as boring there. You know, a lot. That's why a lot of things. Uh, um, don't last for very long, like pretparka and that kind of stuff. Fiesta Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, how long did that last? Six months? Yeah, maybe. We changed some stuff up. And then, didn't we also have our own like Coney Island? We did, like, uh, bro. 
We did. Across the the old old refinery. No, but that was just the terrain and then I think it was these contractors would show up every um every half a year. Yeah. And it would be a big thing for us. But that that's what works because it's very limited. And and it, if that it was there year new. round, it would have been yeah, shut down. Yeah, yeah, easy. That's why I think that that Salinas Fiesta Park was an attempt to do that. Yeah, and same as with water parks. There's always like these little attempts at little water parks yeah. and shit, like maybe stuck to hotels. <laughs> like it works out for one, and then in a week the water's all green and nasty and uh, shit. And yeah, yeah. The only the wrong kind of people show up. You're like, mm, no, yep. I'm not dipping my toes in those waters. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so that's why uh, consistency is yeah. uh, is a very. Did, did you guys very, have very to participate thing. in Angelitos? You and your brother? Um, uh, we knew no different. We, I mean, I have a picture that I found last time I was in Curacao that I put on my Instagram last year that is me as a four-year-old, barely conscious of where I was, my eyes, just googly eyes, just staring at it, and, and in a studio, just like this, with a full equipment and everything. So sing, I think... Sing, boy, sing. Sing, make us some music, child. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, we grew up on that. Because, um, yeah, my, my brother has a recording of when, when he's three years old, he's one of the, on one of those CDs. I have one of those recordings when I'm four years old, five years old barely literate and we were already uh we were already recording and being uh, on stage and everything and it did help actually because i think i would have been a much shyer person if i didn't have to do that probably yeah if, if you start off young because you definitely when i met you in school and everything you were the furthest thing from shy any any chance for like a backflip or like break dancing or something it was always the same group of people who you know you can count on yeah because the thing was it it seemed like there was always a need for a group or a set of people to break the ice when there's yeah. like school parties or there were certain, I don't remember when, but there were certain moments where the school would allow us to have like a longer pause and they would be like talent shows. People were like, I played in a yeah. band also for the school and stuff. <laughs> I remember those days, but there was always people that we needed to break the ice. It was like, everyone's like anxious to, yep. you know, Teen angst. teenage angst, like a motherfucker. It was like, are we going to party? Are we going to party? And then party. like, Okay, someone did a, the, the so backflip. We're good. Oh, okay, please. everyone can party now. Everyone relax. <laughs> yeah, man. That definitely yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I, to be honest, now nowadays I can honestly say I was still a quite a shy person, but I, I knew what the results of not being that would kind of be, you know? Yeah. Because one part, because I had to, I had to be on stage even before I knew if I wanted to or not, and. Um, Next to that, you you that the whole the whole dancey um, thing is also a shield. You know, you can use it from hey, I can do a backflip. You can't make fun of me. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. So yeah. it 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 kind of it kind of helps out to make yourself survive the weird teenage years yeah. that you have to go through, anyways, before you can establish who you are as a person. Yeah, man. Thinking back, that just growing up on the islands is. It, as it was as much a great experience as it was just a weird thing. Indeed, like finding those little shields or preemptive protections against being teased and shit. Oh man, yeah, that was. Uh... I think that's also why the groups from like the hut or the bibliotheque they were so tight knit because people just wouldn't come into your group to like fuck with it. So no. you just felt really safe. Yeah. Same with the, the guys who sat at the Romero's Contour. That's there also... was also a really like tight group. Yeah. I remember my cousin like a. Uh, he was going to school, like I think maybe one generation or one few years before you were there. And when I got there, his crew was there. They were at the contour, at the Ramirez Contour. Yeah. Where you knew for sure, like, okay, I'm definitely not welcome there because it was a very specific group of people. Yeah. So everyone tries to find your niche and shit. It, uh, yeah, it was. It was with that. I think it, that that was like yeah, crew protection because yeah. everyone everyone feels insecure around that time, and. You feel better when someone agrees with whatever you agree with, which is all which never changes. But in those insecure times, it's extra, extra. You know, yeah. Like um, people like I, me. Yeah, I I used to like now. I think I didn't like hang with any musical people. As a musician, now I think yeah, I used I only only used to hang out with the dancers and the martial artists because yeah. those were my my field of interest. Yeah, man, that, that, that was also a heavy phase. Remember when we used to like fucking <sighs> spar and shit? God. I remember one time specifically, <laughs> I feel like an asshole because we were we were at the the back entrance, so the one near the the Dieren time. Yeah. And we were just messing around and everything and 
like me and you were like, okay, let's just do some like chatterboxing. I don't know what I did, but I did like a stupid spin around thing. I accidentally hit you on your nose so hard. I, like we, it, it was all fun and good. Everyone was having fun. We were like showing off and shit. And then I, I fucked up and goofed oh, and fucking man. smacked you straight in the oh, nose. Oh man. I, I think, I think almost everyone um, has, has punched each other in, in, in the face, those, those, uh, yeah. with those bar sessions. But that's the thing. It was, it was just us with us. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, well, you would want to play it off because the girls are also laughing. You yeah, know? yeah, that, for sure, for sure. That wasn't that wasn't the best look to be slapped in the face, but laughing about it afterwards. Yeah. 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 You, you got to play it off, you know. You, you got to play it off a little bit. Yeah, martial arts was a big phase, though. We, it was we, like, yeah. like me myself personally. I remember that we did a lot of stuff also together. It was we we just got taken over by that shit. We were trying to do everything, everything, man. yeah, everything. But yeah, martial arts. Like the thing is. We 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 were we were active active dudes, but we were also quite nerds. For and, sure, absolutely. To to be very honest, martial arts is that bridge. You know, like like you you have to be able to think. You have to be you have to be sharp with with your thoughts and your anticipation, and you have to know some psychology. You have to have some athleticism to be able to participate in any kind of martial arts uh, endeavor. So for us, it was just. It was just an adventurous study of how can I outsmart this person, and if I don't, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna did, hurt. Did you did you um, train classical martial arts? Also, did you actually go to school? Um, no, the only thing I've actually trained, and that's that's in Holland. I've done uh, some jujitsu, and now I train MMA itself. You know, in Curacao, I used to be uh, I used to train with Zeno. Remember Zeno? Yeah, yeah. Mister uh, World Champion Karate Dude. Um, so. That that was yeah. Trying not to get my ass kicked by him was yeah. was quite a good training. He'd give me advice every now and then, but because I also had a big mouth, yeah, economy yeah. less uh, was also sometimes a bit, a bit painful when yeah. I, when the trolling got a bit hard. Yeah, because he was a martial art. He was a Bruce Lee fan, and I'm a troll, you know. So I I just turn in class and tell him that Bruce Lee couldn't kick like a piece of paper if they paid him for it, and he'd wait till the teacher would leave. And we'd have to settle it. Yeah, okay. you know? so yeah, that was that was high school. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that was it. Was fun though. It was fun. It wasn't like he was trying to consciously injure me, but it was uh, it was a, a high level martial artist defending his idol. Did you ever get the actual fights though? Because I, um, I remember me, my big mouth, because I did practice martial arts and for a long time did karate, did aikido, yeah. and we tried to do a lot of self taught shit. Also, I remember yeah. we, we was we would just practice like okay. How would Jeet Kune Do actually work and try to figure yeah. the fuck out? And I remember that shit got me into fights. So I got oh, I got yeah. I got my ass into trouble a lot for having a big mouth about it. I, I I've gotten into trouble, but not because I've I've done martial arts. It's because I have a big mouth. Yeah, you know, it's because I have a big mouth, and usually it and and it's mostly in Curacao. I haven't had too much issues. Then it's mostly like like people who are actually looking for trouble, and then you have to defend yourself. And uh, here it's more that. Um, big mouths don't realize that there are people that are not scared of that. You know, there they go, "Ha, what's your problem?" And they're like, "Okay, I guess we'll fight." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, what? <laughs> Let's. I'll, I'll see you later. And then it doesn't happen more often than not. Um, I have been able to been able have been lucky enough to not have to fight because I'm willing to. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but that was a big deal in our last year before we were supposed to come to Holland. There, were, the school organized for two students from Holland in a third, second year to come, just talk about it, give advice and everything. So they covered the basics about like drugs. There is readily available. <laughs> You're gonna live on your own now for the first time. And right before it ended, this guy explicitly said, "Oh yeah, one last thing. Whatever you do, do not get into fights there, because if it's gonna be you against someone who's not you, so an island person versus a local person here." No, he, his advice, how true it is or not, but he was paranoid about it. He was like, do not get into fights because you're never going to end up being the winner. Because even if you get your shit beat up, you're going to get in trouble. Even if you're defending yourself and you beat the dude up, you're going to get in yeah. trouble. So yeah. that always rang in my head. So I always hear, I avoided fights like a motherfucker. There were a lot of moments where it came close to. I was like, mm, yeah. no, I'm going to end up in jail for this for sure. Yeah. So no, stay the fuck away. Oh, man. And you're you're a big, strong dude, so... They're they're gonna look at you as the 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 assaulter, anyways. Even yeah, but you know the you funny thing to... is, as as big as I am, like I'm a relatively big dude. I got holes in my ears. I got a mean mug and shit. People will always try to fuck. Oh with yeah, me. always. Oh, I don't. Yeah. But sometimes these dudes were like, "My guy, you are a toothpick," <laughs> and they still want to go up in your face. And the thing is, in clubs here, when when 
when Dutch dudes get drunk, oh. it's it's one or two things. It's either they're super friendly and they'll bump into you and they'll apologize. They'll buy you a, a beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I love those dudes at parties. And and especially like the ones who don't have a lot of rhythm, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, but then you have these dudes that are there just like fucking, I don't know, pick up chicks or some shit. But here in Utrecht, for example, me and my group, my homies, Daniel, Peter, um, Stephen, when he would come over, there aren't a lot of like, you know, dark folks mm. in clubs in yeah. Utrecht. Okay. There's the clubs we go to. So we'd be like the only group and the bouncer would be like a dude from Curacao or some shit. So, yeah. Or the DJ would be a dude from Curacao. So we would have a little crew and we do our thing. We want to have a good time. So we're dancing all loud. We're enjoying. We're putting yeah. a little show and shit. There'll always be some dudes who want to roll up and be like, for no reason, come stand close to you and like bump you. Mm. And I try to bump you out of your dance. I'm like, so me and my friends had this call. We were like, hey, whip. and everyone would like fucking alert and then come surround the dude. Not do anything, <laughs> but just like come stand close to show like, okay, you're outnumbered. Oh, that's funny. So, so don't bug us. Or when someone would try to like bother one of the girls we were with or something. Same thing. We're like, hey, whip. And someone just come That's up beautiful. and be like, just to make sure that we keep it calm. Yeah. But you always have those people have that hand, handjes gedrag who want to show like, I'm the cool guy with their other, like guys who constantly hold their expensive phone out in a club. Like, yeah. Bring their best shirt out to the party. Exactly. Just to sweat it out and drink exactly. alcohol. We never did this shit because we're always like the same fucking black V-neck from H&M because you're yeah. going to sweat into you're it anyway. Sweat, exactly. You're going to ruin that yeah, shit. For sure. You don't want to wear it for, for, a, for a long time after that. Yeah, that, but, That's that. That also shows what kind of party you're planning to go to. You're going. You're planning to go have some fun. I want to dance my ass off. Yeah. I want. I want spear pain the next day spear from dancing. Pain. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't. I, uh, people. A lot of people. Those. Those. Those super. Super nice shirt. Uh, bumpy type of dudes. It's just looking for some attention that they feel they deserve. Yeah. But and the funny thing get. is that shit doesn't happen in Curacao. No. Like that. That. That tough guy gedrag that people have here and. They have it, but they're standing in the back because yeah, they yeah. know they're yeah, serious they're, trouble. They're behaving. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's, that's the one thing I've, I talk about often here is like a false sense of toughness. Because when I, when I say toughness, I don't mean that you have to be macho, you have to be intimidating no. or strong. Like toughness is purely like being comfortable being yourself and not wavering from that, right? Yeah. And, yeah, then, and not letting someone make you waver either. Yeah. So that, that to me is like true toughness. Just be yourself. But you have people here who have a false sense of toughness. They feel like they have to like pump up their chest or they have to like act all tough and shit. Like, this is my hood. Yeah. Like, that's cool. But there's a reason why that shit doesn't fly in Curacao. You get your ass whooped for sure. I, yeah, I, had, a, I had a party last because I usually, one of the lucky things I have as well that when I go to parties, I, I go with, um, usually with female friends. My uh, One or two male friends, but usually more female friends because of dancing, because of music and that kind of stuff. Um, I have a lot of close female friends, and they're the ones who actually want to go party. So um, that's also a very deflecting thing, you know, a very deflecting element, uh, female energy to calm out these dudes. For sure. But I, I was out with, with a few of, of these ladies last time, and, and, and they're dancing, doing their own thing, and I'm standing, just getting into the vibe. And this dude walks by, clearly already drunk for two, three hours, looks at me and just goes, fuck your hat. <laughs> <laughs> like... Whoa! All right. What the Thank f- you. What the fuck did my hat do to you? Yeah. And then um, one of the girls, uh, um, she's also a double major psychologist, so she's smart as hell. So she saw the situation, and she saw I'm, I'm like taken aback. I'm like, what? How am I supposed to react? Fuck my hat. All right, bro. Cool. Sorry. You're right. Fuck my hat. <laughs> and then she walks by. She grabs the hat and she dances away with it. And drunk guy goes, and he goes behind her, and she looks at me. She's like, inks. I'm like, okay. Damn. You win the night. You know, you she, know she she took him somewhere to, to some other place and then she just took off the hat, turned it around and came back. Drunky was lost. Fucking diverted the guy yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful scent. Um, um, What kind of hat was it? Why was he so pissed at your hat? It was a cap. It was a normal blue cap. I think it had something like Billabong on it or something. I don't know. Some, some, it's some, I have a lot of Billabong hats. Yeah. Be careful in your yeah, head. Yeah, bro. Bro, your, your whole, your you whole get, cap collection. You get straight molly for wearing that hat for some reason. <laughs> yeah, don't come to Amsterdam with no Billabong. God bro. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck my hat, bro. So, yeah, that... But, yeah, that, 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 that that's not a thing that, that dominates here too much. It was more a thing in Curacao. I think because the island mentality forces you to defend yourself a bit more in that sense. Yeah, because even... Like I said, people from the islands, even people who aren't super, super, like, obvious, tough or something, or, like, even girls. Hey, Punchy Kombe Palcha, everyone I know always has this natural, 
innate resilience be like okay enough is enough go fuck yeah. yourself like it's time to throw down like even people who are usually calm or introverts or passive i've never seen anyone get pushed beyond the point when before they say you know what i'm not taking any more shit yeah so you know you know timothy best Yes, of course, of course, man. Timmy is Timmy is my dude. Man. I haven't seen him in forever either, man. but I used to, I but, mad love for but, that. But Timmy is a calm dude, right? Yeah, <laughs> Timmy is home. He's calm but savage. He's, yeah, he's, but that, exactly. But the thing, if you just meet him, he's yeah. a, he's a bit he's slightly slightly introverted, but in a good way. Yeah, he's super gezellig. He's a nice guy. Who wouldn't hurt a fly? And one time, went to a party in Utrecht when we were living together in the same house in Cruzeland, and we went the two of us with one of our um, roommates. Steffi, and we went partying the whole night. It was great, fantastic, and we had to cycle back home. Cycling back home, there were these dudes in this fucking tiny green car. Um, I think they were, I think there were two Moroccan dudes. I had a Moroccan and a Turkish, don't know for sure. And they had one of those super high-powered, like pointing lasers. Mm. But it was a little bit. It was in a little bit. I think late December or early December, maybe. Yeah. So it was cold. It was misty. So you could see the actual beam of the laser too. So they were just driving around the Gracht and shit, like constantly driving around and just pointing at people. Oh. We could see from a distance pointing people's faces and shit. Yeah, that's and, bad. Yeah. So they kept doing that and we were like, okay, like we got to get home and this is the way to go home. And, you know, we had a great time. We were tired, had a little bit to drink. So it was get home as fast as possible. Yeah. And me and Timmy was like, it was naturally for us to got to make sure that Steffi gets home safe. Of course. So at some point they started harassing us too. First they were behind us and pointing at us. And then they, because it was a, a street where at some point it became Eirichtin um, Verkehr, mm-hmm. they were blocked, so they had to like turn around and find another way to find us again. At some point, Timmy just had enough. Timmy got off his, he threw it off his bike, and he went like this. He went arms open to them, like, Richie, what? Calm down. Calm down. Get out your car. And Timmy was ready to fucking go, dude. But that's what I mean. At oh some point, like, you can only push us yeah, so far yeah, before yeah, it's like, yeah, you know yeah. what? All civility goes out the window. Yeah, exactly. I, I gave you a chance. Oh, my God. And Timmy was just ready to fucking throw down. That's, that's crazy. He he, he was bald at the moment. He fucking he went arms open like this. Like, Calm down. Fucking stepped through them and shit. And they started backing up their car, turned the laser off and shit. I'm like, damn, do not <laughs> fuck is, with Timmy, dude. That okay, okay. I mean, I already gave this guy enough points in life, but yeah, he can have another. Good shit. Damn, Timmy, Timmy's the man, dude. Yeah, that, dude. Man, that's a that's a good one. That's a Timmy, good one. if you're listening, shout out to you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> damn, dude. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, and and he's a quiet. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a quiet he's a, one. He's a relatively quiet yeah. dude. Still waters. Yes, exactly. exactly. Have you had, have you had any like negative experiences as an Antiana here in Holland? Like, like especially like recently, there's been a lot of Black Lives Matters movements. There's been a lot oh, of yeah. awareness. Yeah. That. Have you any ever, ever been? Uh, the, the, with me, it was so so. Yeah, you can almost say funny that I I was so used to being seen differently that it didn't phase me until we actually started reopening these these wounds and re-talking about these things because i mean i used to study in harlem i used to have dreads you know i I used to have long dreads i noticed in the very first two three weeks of being here that um, the old people in harlem used to cross the street when i'm walking to school you know and I'm not a person who who gets victimized by that shit. I am the person who decides, oh shit, I'm lost. I need to know where I am. I need to cross the street and ask these people where to go. You know, they're running away from you. Like, they're excuse running me, the excuse way. Me, exactly, sir, madam, madam. I just need directions. I'm a student. Please help me out. Yeah, and I would be showing. Uh, yeah, I, I. That's the kind of person I am. If I'm if I'm sitting in a tram and I see that I have a I have a four seater and I'm sitting alone, there are three people sitting over there. And some white lady comes in and she looks at me, looks at them, and she chunks up with the other three. I've had that so often, dude. Uh, I spread my legs. Yeah, dude. I open up my book. I don't mind, you know? Uh, it's, it's, it's someone else's insecurity. It's not mine. The, the part where it becomes a problem is that, like, um, except, like I, I said before to you, except for um, the last time I was in Curacao, I think every single time I fly anywhere, <laughs> I get checked extra yeah it uh it, and uh i've been here i've been pulled out of trains for standing at a train station for too long the train was delayed but i was standing at the station for too long what the fuck you know that kind of shit yeah so um uh, that one pissed me off because i was late i was having a bad day and then these idiots pull me out and my train drives away in front of me while they sit there and wait for for them to hear that i have no criminal record 
that 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 one was annoying but usually i'm uh since i'm highly sarcastic i've told people at the airport you sure there's nothing in my laptop yeah. i mean i remember having something check the usb you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly just because i've been here for half an hour let's uh finish your shift as well so let's go but yeah no here um do you have the experience that on curacao too Or is just um, the, like in the in at Schiphol when you um, go? No, on Curacao itself, I have never, I've never. Uh, that's why I think I was so blissfully unaware of it because um, there um, you grow a thick skin because most people just make fun of each other. You know, oh, everybody absolutely. has an opinion about somebody else because yeah, of something sure. else. You know, so I, I kind of grew up in that, so you don't feel it as hard. And plus, it's we're there very multi multicultural, very mixed. You will find your niche. You will find that you get you get pushed away from from certain groups and that kind of stuff but it's not it's not as simple as just because you're have, you're a slightly different shade it it could be a slightly less simple thing that yeah, you speak english so yeah, yeah. so exactly. that that could be <laughs> shout out to that how many times i got that fucking question i swear to god yeah. why have that for a reason dude yeah yeah well exactly pero pero the ignorance cannot be based on purely skin color there because there are too many shades going yeah. on. Everyone's their chocolate. <laughs> There's all kinds of flavors Everybody there. Everybody going to be beige. Exactly. <laughs> you know? um, I think because you have such a, such a big majority and you have a, a, a very troubling history, of course, um, uh, history and actuality, to be honest. For sure. I think it uh, that makes it a bit more of an issue. And then the more you get confronted with how other people have to deal with it, then you realize, like, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't mind because I, I create wit and I, I make myself have fun in, in bullshit situations. But for the people who don't do that, who can't do that, who, who really hate those things, things need to be said. Things need to change. And uh, I think it takes at least... One step from everybody. Everybody has to do their part. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, they're gonna be like, "But see, see, they're 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 okay with it." Let's 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 just continue being dicks. Uh, doesn't fly. No, I think things are definitely gonna change. Uh, I hope that it just at some point everyone realizes we have to be all in because if not, shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah, like I posted yesterday, like on my Instagram, because I'm in the fitness industry and. When the whole shit started, every fucking gym and club and CrossFit box and studio and dojo, everyone was posting, we stand with the Black Lives Matters community and blah, 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 and we're against it. And I'm like, cool. The more people, the better. I'm still waiting to see what the fuck people are actually doing about it because just making that statement is adorable. Yeah. Everyone put fucking posts a black picture yeah. on their Instagram. But I'm still, even in my own industry, everyone made huge, grandiose claims. And I'm still waiting to see like what's the actual yeah. steps people are making. What is the, what is this, what is the actuality? Because yeah, indeed, um, nowadays these statements are for, especially for companies. It's not it's not a statement like that that they're gonna realign everything. They no. are. It's it's kind of a, a a promotion, you know. I am also on your side. Yeah. Buy my product. Remember me as one of the good guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're past that by now. Yeah. Someone told me if they could charge companies. To have a Black Lives Matter certifi certification on their products, they will make bank. <laughs> If any any big tech company be like, okay, the the discriminated against community approves of us and have like a stample for it on yeah. their boxes and charge them for it, then they would pay for it for it's, sure. It's a new green label, exactly. You know? Like everything had it had to be green and organic a few while, a few days a few years ago, and now uh, I think everything has to be. Uh, Yeah, it needs to label themselves anti-racist. Yeah, I think, that's a, and that's that's an important term. Also, the fact that now finally people are using the term anti-racist instead of non-racist. Non-racist. Yeah, because non-racist to me always sounds like the dumbest thing possible. Like, look, I'm not racist. Look, look, and same thing too. Like, I'm non-murder. I don't kill people, but I also really dislike folks who do kill people. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's you have to be actively against something as well. You know. I like that. I am non-murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah it, there's just such a sense of passivity and just letting. Yeah. Even even when it comes to that, like let bygones be bygones. Like no, fuck no, oh, no, no bygones. No. Like no racism. Period. It's not going address it. Yeah, yeah. You not being racist is not enough. Like none of us have to be racist, and there should be no racism. There was. I I think I'm gonna butcher a quote, but which was the the thing that was it. 
the world's in a bad shape not because of evil men but because of good men who do nothing yeah you know i think it's something like that yeah um so it, it is that because if you think yeah it doesn't affect me personally this doesn't affect me personally um yeah then you kind of condone whatever it is that that you allow to happen and in that sense i feel like this is this is this is a good blueprint for us to see how to tackle other forms of injustices because um a lot of these these non-racists also use that as an argument yeah but but i mean black lives matter but um what's going on in the middle east and what's going on in in south america and what's going yeah that's all shit yeah, that's all needs it's to be all addressed. a problem you know i'm not saying only check my cause i'm saying this is my main cause help me out and let's tackle another one yeah. because it's not done until we're all on 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 quite a, an evil playing field yeah. if you if you choose to mess up then that's on you but you need to be afforded every opportunity just like everybody else and you and know i think the biggest problem also when you see that not only here in holland i mean where we live but also on the islands that there's a sense of it has to be a give and take that people feel like the more i help you with your situation the more it will be removed from me the more it will be taken away from me mm-hmm. as if like the majority people who are well off helping the minority people who are being you know who feel less or feel like they're getting less yeah. equality it feels like oh i have to reduce something in my life to increase something in your life Like, yeah. like like the the term equal playing field it sounds like some bars have to go up while others have to go down and and i always feel like people are too scared of that it's not take giving you assistance or help or making you feel more at home or comfortable or welcome it does not take away anything from me no i think i think that fear comes from the thing of of people who who just who have just about enough or slightly more than enough yeah, yeah. and now they have to see what the other people don't have and and think oh crap i have to give part of what part of me to them and i i just barely am successful um it's like that illustration that they have that there this this wealthy elite has has a bunch of cookies and he gives one cookie to to the wealthy and he's like yeah the poor guy wants your cookie So the poor guy, so the so the, the the middle class one hates the poor because you want my cookie, but actually no, it's the it's that one percent who's got all the freaking yeah cookies, yeah. you know. So um, I think it's it's a, it should be a shift in perception on on who's who's actually not even to blame, but who who can actually facilitate this much better, much easier, and uh, yeah, I think the more people start realizing that, then. Yeah, like they said, that the the one percent tax in America over over billions would already solve millions of dollars of issues. But yeah, how are you going to convince a trillionaire to do that? A trillionaire? Tri- do trillionaires exist? No, not yet. Not yet. Just, right? Jeff Bezos. Bezos added, is almost there. Yeah, right? he already just added, I think, nineteen billion to his net worth in one day. I think oh I read that recently. God, that that, that that's the kind of money he, that he was making. Yeah. But but exactly. But when <laughs> when someone has more money than 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 some countries and definitely some islands, and and I mean people within his own company have insurance issues. Yeah, you know that there is something really wrong going on with this planet. So yeah, you know. But, but I think at some point you're just so wealthy. I mean, if you look at the Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, like people can't comprehend how much no. money and and no. people people don't understand what net worth means. People think, oh, Bill Gates has 133 billion in his bank account. Like, no, yeah. motherfucker, that's not how it works. No. But they're still super wealthy. Yeah. But I used to have this bit of a, these people should fucking solve the world's problems. Then I'm like, you know what? I have no fucking idea what it is to be that wealthy. I don't know no. what comes with it. Like, I already feel like I pay way too much fucking taxes as a as a business owner, and uh, we have a bevy. Yeah. So every time I got pay taxes, I'm like. Mm. I'm, I'm, I do believe in happily paying taxes because I see what I get back for it, yeah. and I'm happy to contribute to better living um, situations for the country, better infrastructure, all that stuff is good. But sometimes, like, mm, that's a lot of fucking taxes. Shit. Now imagine owning enough to 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 to, to sustain islands and still thinking, hmm, my taxes are too much. Yeah, you no know, kidding. That's that's where that's where. It, it kind of becomes a, an issue because I think for for the super rich it's kind of a game. Yeah, you for know? sure. It's not. Yeah, it's no that's, longer. That's survival. how they teach it too. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's monopoly. It's 
it's it's uh, I don't know what other games you have for 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 that. It's just the, the the acquiring of as much capital as possible, because after a certain amount, I mean, it's unfathomable already. What the hell are you gonna do with that money for the rest of your existence, except changing other people's lives? Yeah. Your moves directly impact. Yeah, it's either trying person. to spend the money. In a way, like you're so rich, like, okay, what the fuck can I buy now? Yeah, or it's just it. contributing to your community. But taking it back home to the island, what I'm yeah. waiting for to happen is that people realize that there's such an abundance for everyone. Like, there, there is a means and a way for every single person on the island to increase, like, to get a net positive without anyone having to have a net, a net negative. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we haven't even begun to, like, break into big into media and like content creation and like how many streamers are there from the curious how many podcasts how many like and talents there for sure oh um, maybe full of talent maybe because i'm i'm biased as a motherfucker but i believe that antillian people are some of the most uniquely like bred people on the world yeah but again super super biased super biased take it with it no no one fucking (laughs) but i just i just love how we are how we're raised i mean by the time you're five or six you can speak four languages already yeah and then and the funny thing is imagine if that's being motivated a little bit more there's no reason why in the average antillian 10 years doesn't speak six languages off the bat right yeah but that, that's just the kind of island we are and then the culture and the music and the whole vibe and shit so there's so much so much potential yeah. and i think once people realize like shit there's so much abundance there's it's an infinite game like i can gain so much without having to take away from any single person there yeah but right now it seems like the game that's being played is okay i have to gain even if someone else loses yeah or how do i gain by making someone else lose no one's like, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are very affected we can all go ahead Good people, bad people, like, of course, you don't want bad people to get ahead, but... Yeah, but we can all get ahead, indeed. We can all get... Everyone can rise up. Yeah. And that, that, that's, I'm waiting for that moment where you're like, shit, we're, there's untapped potential in content creation, in media, in culture, in arts, and everything. I mean, we make, we make bank when it comes to baseball players, because, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, talent like yeah. a motherfucker when it comes yeah, to that. But yeah. there's so many untapped reservoirs of talent and potential there. I'm hoping at some point someone realizes, shit... We have so much more to gain and so much more to grow as an island. Yeah. And I hope that the people who want to do that don't get held back too much. People say like, no, no, we like it the way it is. Y'all calm down. Take it easy with all that fucking money making potential and the enterprising shit. Yeah. I think, I think it, it, it was part of it because, um, well, at least it might have been part of them, the messages I got in my upbringing. But um, it feels sometimes being on an island like it's a finite resource. Yeah, yeah. You know? And... Um, there are there's only room for three dancers. <laughs> yeah. So if three dancers exist and you're number four, you're gonna have to remove one of these people. Yeah. You know, and that's Fucking the mentality. Tanya Harding moment right there. Exactly. You know. So um, that 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 creates this unnecessary competition in a way that instead of instead of trying to 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 take someone else's position because then you create friction, you create conflict. Well, there's the, the there should be a mentality of what can we do to add, and then when when that switch happens, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's that switch, and in a lot of people, I haven't talked, I don't talk to everyone, of course, but um, the, from what I've noticed, at least with the dance community on the islands back in the day, um, you, yeah, it, it's it's if I if I got a I got a commercial or something like that. And then I'm, I was on the, the billboards and then the, the TVs. And then these guys would come to me and be like, yeah, you sold out because, yeah, um, they, they, they probably wanted me. And then, you know, I was like, why, why did I sell out then, you know? What the fuck is wrong with making money? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like... For Antillian to say some ignorant shit like that, yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with making money. Yeah, Absolutely not. No, In I, any means or measure you can do it, which is legal, legal, legal. it's up for me. <laughs> yeah it uh it, it that 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 was the thing and at first i didn't see it i thought they were just hating but then when i went back to the island last year and i'm i've not been a competition dancer for six seven years at least well um and i see these old friends of mine who uh still dance there they give shows they're they, they can't be too high of a level just staying there not downplaying but you know, and then I see him and I'm like, yeah, let's, let's hang out like this. No, bro, we got a battle. 
we got to know which level we at now. You know, and I'm like, yo, no, you win. No, 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 I got to know. And then I'd see them in, in the club. And instead of hanging out, they would start throwing moves and then yeah, looking yeah. at me like, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, you got served. Yeah, I used to be that guy as well. You know, I used to be there as well, but I'm not there anymore. Because you see here that you just have so much more you can do. If, if you want to be the main dancer, be the main dancer. I'll be your choreographer, bro. It's all yeah. good. You know, I'll, I'll be your DJ. I, there is enough for everyone. Exactly. That, that pie is big enough, people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can share it and still feel like we have enough. Yeah, we can share it and and we can all get pretty chubby if we do it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. I really believe that is a, that is a possibility. And I, I, a few friends that do dancing and that kind of stuff have gone back to the island, and I know that they're in the right mindset. So, so having their energies over there definitely contributes to the positive aspect of of the mentality on the island. We can we can hope that keeps growing. Absolutely, yeah. and I think that's the whole reason why I started this podcast. Because the more in the recent years, from becoming a business owner myself, you get into contact with other business owners, and you you start noticing the enterprising people from your own community a little bit easier. So you yeah. can you can point out people who are also doing their own thing or trying to build something. And I kept noticing there's so many people doing so many great things on different fronts, and it's really easy to mention all the negative shit about the islands because there's enough for yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. And that's what makes it easy. I mean, there's, when I left, I was like, you know what? Thank God. Cause I got to deal with like fucking being robbed or whatever the fuck you bring into my house, bring into my car. <laughs> so, but like the, the negative shit that we have, you have everywhere. Yeah. Every country, every community, every Island has their bad apples, yeah. but the good apples, the unique shit that we have, it's so dope. That I really want to just fucking talk to everyone who's doing dope shit and hear them out because what what the cool shit that we do or the dope shit or the good stuff, the positive influence we have on the world, that's what makes us unique. Our problems don't make us unique nope. because the same problems you have everywhere, but our successes and our wins and how we choose to prosper, how we choose to grow and develop, that makes people from the islands unique. Yeah, it, and it helps, equally Bonaire, uh, Aruba, Curacao, all the same. You have the people who just stand out, be like, holy shit, how did you do this? I just fucking did it. Yeah, yeah. That that is that is the beautiful thing there, I'm, and I'm that's why I'm still very, very happy and grateful and feel blessed at everything that I did get to grow up there. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter if how how many opportunities and things they have here and and all of that other stuff that, like you said, you can you can compare all day. I I think it was kind of a gift that you were given to just be born on an island with beautiful blue beaches. Absolutely. And, and that you can just. It's a blessing for yeah, sure. Yeah, go get lost in the mundis with your friends, and the most dangerous animal there would be an angry cabrito. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, exactly. <laughs> you hey, know? I've, if you ever get headbutt by a cabrito, man, that shit oh, fucking hurts. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've 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 been attacked by almost any animal that lived on it's, the island. It's either like a wild cabrito or like someone's fucking dog whose gate wasn't closed. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. You remember? Oh, um, <laughs> what's that My my friend. You remember Charles? For sure, yeah, he's a oh, daddy now, dude. He Can you believe is, that shit, dude? He is, man. Cute ass kid. If I if I had to guess which one of us uh, of the of the that group would be a father first, he would be the last Absolute. guess. No, you know? I, I would it, think we would the first. Think be the first. Yeah, dude, the guy's the guy's an old soul as a motherfucker. He's always that been an old soul. True, he's that always the guy was ready to be a dad when he was twelve. <laughs> He's an old soul as a motherfucker. He's so educated and eloquent that and is calm true. and he focused. He has a very calm energy. Yeah. Yes, that is true. So if anyone could handle having a kid at any age, it was that dude. It'd be like, Charles, you go ahead, fucking spread that gene pool around, son. Oh, shit. That is, that is awesome. That is awesome. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Well, in, in Curacao, we would, we would have to double check because there, were, there was sometimes a dog would jump out and if the dog was too big, my homie would freeze. You know, I've, I, we've, we've, uh, and we run out and then we turn back and hey, Charles is still at the same spot. So, you know, yeah, it, 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 I don't even know where I went with that anymore. With the, with the animal, yeah. with the animals on the island. Yeah. That, that's just a memory that popped up. But yeah, I think, uh, by being a dad, he's probably going to karate chop any animal that comes yeah, very for close now, to for sure. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a cute ass kid too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And musical. He's Charles also a very musical person. For sure. So he, uh, his 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 little his son can hold a tone already. He can follow musicians and stuff. And Jesus, he doesn't do words yet. So, yeah, that's a very interesting prospect to keep an eye on in the near future. It's, Damn, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, man, that was fun. 
Yeah, that flew by actually. Yeah, dude. How how fucking long have we been talking to already? I, uh, it's been a fucking hour already, dude. <laughs> All my podcasts are gonna end up being fucking long ass yeah, episodes. I can I can imagine now. Soon you have to have like uh like 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 Joe Rogan has the Jamie that he's gonna look up some stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for my Jamie. So uh, yeah, I got, I, got, I got a homie Sofian who ho- hopefully hooked me up because uh, switching the cameras and shit the movie to you because. Uh, editing an hour long video that will, that. Make it, that will make him do some 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 looking up some some random clips and absolutely we can, we can destroy those as well um last thing i want to say before that if you hear this within the week next week i have a musical performance so that's When in rotterdam on uh, the 29th and that's next week Hist podium i don't even know if you have if you're gonna if it's gonna be out before that i'm planning on posting on sunday Ooh, you have three days okay <laughs> so if you listen to this When yeah. it comes out on Sunday, get your ass to Kiss Podium in uh, Rotterdam. What, what kind of performance is it? Um, it's gonna be a musical one. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a. I make beats. I didn't, we didn't even talk about that at all. The, um, I make beats. I uh, I play guitar and that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna do a, um, a small performance with another, a few other artists, and I'm gonna sing a few new, new songs that I made, and I'm gonna play an old song that I wrote when I was in Curacao. Um, Because that song, it's just nice. I'm just gonna keep playing that until I'm too old. There you go. Yeah, man. That's the one. Yeah, man. Dope. So if you're in Rotterdam next week, is, is it 29th on a Wednesday? Is that 29th a Wednesday? 29th on a Wednesday. There you go. Go yeah, be to, one more time. His Podium. His Podium in Rotterdam. Go check it out. Get some, yeah, uh, get some culture in you. <laughs> get some culture. Yeah, just enjoy the vibes because it's not that, it's not gonna be that, that big. Um, it's only allowed, um, I think, 20 people per time. Because of the Corona measures, yeah, okay, so we're gonna do two shows. Um, so yeah, just forty people. That's it. And, nice and cozy. Uh, yeah, and after that, it's gonna be on my uh, my Instagram and that kind of stuff for the rest of the world to be able to see. That's dope. Yeah, man. Thanks Thank for you. coming, dude. Thank Th- you for having for me, man. And uh, let's not make it another thirteen years before we see each other. Bam! Hell no. Yeah. Right, oh, thanks for having thanks, me, buddy. Take care.